Hello and welcome to the Pink Tron. As we start off every Pink Tron, we have with us today Lauren Camp. Lauren, what are you drinking or perhaps given special events, what are you eating? <laughs> Um, so definitely still coffee because we are doing a uh, morning record, uh, but I also have a, just for some flavor, a non-alcoholic um, beer from McKellar that's a Flemish primitive ale with yuzu, and it's really, really good. Um, and then I'm also eating some, uh, they're, they're not fancy, but some frozen waffles. Excellent. And also with us today is Chris Greenland. Chris, what are you drinking and or eating? I'm not eating a darn thing because I'm going to try to hop into race one and anything I <laughs> drop down right now is going to come up in about an hour. So uh, I am just on coffee at the moment and we're going to see how that goes. <laughs> And because this is the herd pancake breakfast edition, because we were <laughs> recording earlier today, I actually do have a pancake. Yay. Yeah. Can't, so can't yeah. see all that. I have one left that my kids would need. I actually have maple syrup. Yep. So I'm Fancy. having maple syrups and pancakes. There we go. <laughs> and uh, I got a glass of water. I'm boring. So, <laughs> all right. So we will move on then with looking at, well, we'll look ahead, but we should probably do just, I think, a quick recap of HSRL last week, I think is appropriate. Last week was the last week of the summer HSRL, first half of summer HSRL with the 100 yep. kilometer of Bologna race. <laughs> Everybody here um, rode the 100 kilometers anyway. How to go for you, Lauren and Chris? It wasn't a race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some of us, some of us weren't racing it, except when we accidentally were chasing each other up one of the KOMs, and then realized Chris and I that we were being silly, and neither of us wanted to do that. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, it was yeah. We weren't racing it, so so when we did it, we were we were being silly and just keeping each other company, and also uh, drinking a few or many beers <laughs> yeah and, and you guys had a pretty good crowd in that race like there's probably close to 30 40 finishers maybe total across all categories i feel wow. that sounds yeah. about right that yeah sounds and, and the company on the company on discord was was equally fun and um thank you to everybody who came out whether you wrote or whether you just popped on discord to say hi and yeah. listen to the madness and um for a bit it was all greatly appreciated and it, it really goes down to that's what this group is all about so thanks everybody yeah, yeah. made it yeah. fun something that's not really fun yeah I, I mean, congrats to anyone who did finish that raced yes. it whatever they did i mean there were some of the times in the bees especially like some people race this awfully hard so full credit to those people um full credit to scorekeeper beat the pants off me no credit to the people who quit <laughs> that, I, that I raced up the climb twice and then who left. That was less fun, but um, yeah. So thanks to James for organizing another great series in HSRL and onward and upward HSRL summer 2022. Number two starts this week with chain chomper. You want to give the rundown on that one, Lauren? Oh gosh. Chain chomper. 
Um, yeah, this is definitely not one that I'm actually going to race. So Chris might be a little bit better positioned because he is going to race it. And part of the reason I'm not even going to try is because I will be gone this weekend and not uh, riding my bike at all. Um, so this one, we're in McCurry. And so this is going to be, this is a nasty one. Like this three laps of this is going to be relatively uh, difficult because there's the two climbs and one is that, you know, dirt climb that I really, I really wish I liked it. And I just, I've never liked it. It's, it's, I find it difficult. So the length of each um, lap is 13.6 kilometers, 8.5 miles. There's no lead in. So the first KOM you get to is, you know, relatively small, that castle KOM. Um, it's 2.7 kilometers at 2.1%. So, and then further into that, so that's coming, that'll come up right quick. So you'll have a KOM very, very quickly into that route. And then the temple KOM, you'll get um, 1.9 kilometers, 3.5%. And then that's Hippocom reverse and then the country sprint reverse. So you've got those three segments. It looks like the country sprint reverse is right at the end. And then you'll continue on those laps. So yeah, and to your point about the lead in, I believe from the, the, the event start pens, I believe there's just a, a quick lead in to hint okay. the country sprints to start the lap. So that lead in, even though there's not a lead in that lead in first sprint, is a time segment and then the sprint uh, up the line is not okay so, so it goes sprint sprint castle KOMs. sprint castle temple yep. sprint castle temple sprint castle temple and then finish finish yeah yeah okay i believe unless I it's see not that now that's yeah that's what it looks like <laughs> okay yeah um so, yeah. bike choice on this what are you going with chris I have my little man on a full arrow setup right now. Right. And one of the, as an Apple TV user, bike change mm -hmm. is going to be a thing for Temple KOM. Yeah. Especially in this format. So I've got uh, the, the Canyon uh, Lux is towards the top of my garage. So with minimal fussing, I can get on that and then back on a Canyon Air Road. Okay. Uh, hopefully. Unless uh, right. sweaty, sweaty thumbs kind of affect the, the remote usage on that. So that's the plan yeah. is to go back and forth between those. Okay. And yeah, the arrow, because that uh, the castle climb is very, very soft, very rolly, very draftable, except for like, mm -hmm. there's like two ramps, I think. I haven't ridden yeah. this course in a while, so we'll find out yeah. together. Yeah, yeah, but if it's 2.1%, it's definitely going to be shallow for most of it. It, it's very like the castle KOM is a very like ramp, flat, ramp, flat, ramp, flat sort of thing. So you gotta, it's kind of push to stay with the group and then kind of breathe, push to stay with the group, breathe, and then sprint to the finish. It's also like very, I would call it tail gunny, if that's a mm. thing, an expression you can use in these HSRL ones. Like you, you really yeah. can get an advantage by, you know, dropping off the back of the group and then pressing right into it from the start and then you know trying to stay with everyone through the sprint because there is a good 300 meter flat section at the top for a sprint finish so yeah great point so, yeah don't forget it is time through segments not just across the line same thing goes with like the sprint right you don't need to be right on the front of the sprint just smash through it 
And it's a real short one, right? Keep in mind that um, mm -hmm. usually the go marker, especially if you're trying to set speed on that country sprint is the little phone booth on the right. So yep. when you get, when you, yes. you should be starting to put your power out when you hit there for max speed through the segment. Yeah. I love that sprint. It's yeah, it's a nice little short one. You can see it coming up. It's, it's good. And it looks like you'll have a pretty good field, Chris, right now there's 36 in B signed up. So Holy cow. Okay. Yeah. That'll be fun. And uh, yeah, bike, I mean, bike swap. Are, are you just going to straight up bike swap, Chris? Like no, like no matter what you're bike swapping right there on lap one. That's the plan. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, if you're doing bike swap, which, you know, for sure on points through HSRL, there's a little bit of tactics you might think about. Like I would say in the A's, you're probably, especially if you can hold the group better off to hold the group mm -hmm. B's, it's a bit, you got to play it by ear on what you think you can do C's yeah. and D's. Um, you're almost always better to bike swap because usually you can make up the time to the front group um, yep. on, on the gravel bike versus not. The trick, of course, so just the trick on the bike swap, if you're going to pull it, is to know, oh, look, um, I've got a cat. <laughs> is that um, the, uh, there's a steep section of dirt right before the KOM segment starts. So as soon as you turn into that steep part, that's the spot to hit the menu button and do your bike swap because your bike will stop quite quickly there. Yeah. And then for the bike swap after, you got to do it at the top. So it's dirt on the way down, but if you wait to change on the way down, usually in my experience, yeah. trying to stop your bike on that downhill before you hit the pavement is pretty hopeless. So you're way better off to just change into your road arrow, get up. And then if the other guys on gravel and stuff don't change, you can probably make up the time on the asphalt and stuff before you get back to the gravel again. Yeah. Just don't nervously change before the banner as uh, another uh, member of our Pinktron crew has done in the past. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty funny story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, wait, wait until you're through the batter before you push the button 100 percent Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's pretty much all there is for HSRL this week. And uh, oh, do we want we always briefly kind of go into HSRL next week in case people don't listen? Yeah, um, we can just say it's a Leith Hill after party. Yeah, just one, just one lap. So you'll end on that. Yeah, James does like uh, those after parties. He'll he'll finish. It's forty six kilometers. I was just looking at that. Yeah, that's a longer one, right? All right. So yeah, that'll be that'll be a good long one. Um, yeah, Greater London flat, and then on to Leith to finish. So. Uh huh. Yep. So yeah, you'll have. Uh, oh, you'll have sprints in there. It, it looks, looks like twice through. Yep. Class twice through sprint. the sprint. Yep. So okay. So you do we'll, that. We'll do more yeah. preview of that, but just in case anyone isn't, we don't get this out before anyone does race one or two next week. Yeah. Start thinking about that. So yeah, good luck in this uh, new HSRL. It'll be a fun one. It's a lot of good stuff coming up. Yeah. There's a good mix. It's a good, it's a good set of, courses um i know james put it out for some suggestions there's some fun stuff mm -hmm. in there like two times tempest fugic we eastern eight which features a seven kilometer long segment on reverse tempest uh so that's always a fun one or is it is, is it called reverse tempest or is it called like reverse 
desert sprint or something. It's reverse uh, Fuego Flats, right? Reverse Fuego Flats. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Seven kilometer flat segment. So that's always good times. Um, oh, Climber's Gambit. That's a fun one to race. So yeah, good. It's a good lineup. It's and the be queen nice. stage is going to be the 2022 Medio Fondo route. So that's a little less insane than 100 kilometers on Bologna. Yeah. A little yeah. more fun, a little more racy, <laughs> I would suggest. All the way into, gosh, beginning of September. Yeah, crazy. So HSRL is on for a while. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also not racing this weekend. I'm in a lacrosse tournament, <laughs> playing in a ah. lacrosse tournament and coaching lacrosse. Wow. So, Busy. Yes. All right. All right. Uh, so that brings us to Climber's Gambit this week. Yes, it does. Which is going Keith to Hill, be K-O-M. Keith Hill. Mm-hmm. Yep. What's the lead-in on that route? Oh, gosh. I've got to check. Because, yeah, this is – I'm less prepared than normal because normally I would be thinking about this race particularly. But since I'm not doing it, oh, yeah, right. it's easy for me to forget. So you're on Greatest London Loop Reverse. Um and so it looks like yeah that'll take you oh is it going to be relatively quick to the kom gotta check that i think if it's reverse it is yeah it looks like you go out of the pens right towards right towards surrey hills yep Hmm. yeah is that one where you'd actually warm up beforehand rather than treating the first part of the event as your warm-up yes Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. You get to the KOM like pretty quickly. So I would absolutely, um, for anyone doing that, uh, especially focusing on climbers gambit, definitely do a warm up before you get in because you don't have much time to do a lot, um, before you get to Keith Hill. And then as with that race all the time, don't forget to finish the entire route. If you don't finish the whole route, your time for the climb doesn't count. Doesn't matter how good it was. So yeah, make sure that you, yeah, warm up before. Cause, oh yeah. Yeah. You get to the start of the climb. It's going to be, um, my maps aren't coming up quite right, but it's, it's going to be like three kilometers in again. So yeah, get maybe two. So get a warm up in, uh, just absolutely wreck the climb and, uh, finish out the route. Perfect. Sounds easy. Did you say yeah. it's, it's London Loop Reverse? Yes, I'm looking at the event in Zwift in my uh, companion app right now, and it's Greatest London Loop Reverse is the route. Oh, Greatest London Loop Reverse. Okay. okay. Uh-huh. Got it. Okay. Yep. And that, is that the one that like also has like the hill before the hill? Am I thinking of the right one? Where like the KOM oh, segments? Or is that? I, think I that's always forget I with the London ones, which, yeah. I think I think that one has a, a long hilly lead in before you get to the KOM. So just be aware. The time doesn't start till you hit the KOM. Try not to burn your legs out climbing the pre-climb. Yeah. Yeah, if that's the one. Yep. Yeah. Um, oh, I guess bike choice wise. It, it it's oh. so man, I've had so many talks about uh bike choice with this this race. And it, you know, it varies. Um, it's, I'm not, like I said, I'm not getting the good map of what that KOM looks like. It's not super steep. Um, there's parts 5%. that are steep. 
Yeah, there's a there's a 10.5 segment. It kind of flattens out at the top. So it's it's going to be play to your strengths, I think, with whatever bike you choose. It, that one's going to be a little tricky. I'd have to look into it a little bit more. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's it's flattish at the top, I think, is the yes. trick. So there's a yeah. lot of grindy 8, 9, 10-y stuff before you get there. I would say all rounder light, you know, don't not probably your arrow wheels for that, but yeah. Full yeah. climber probably wouldn't kill you either. Right. Yeah. I'd probably end up on a full climber, but I think a Tron would be okay for climbs like that. Often the differences are going to be relatively minimal. So also uh, some of bike choice is mental ride, whatever bike makes you feel like you're going to be fast and go for it. hundred percent. Absolutely. All right. All right. Heard of mountain goats this week is mountain route with, <laughs> with radio tower, but is it radio tower finish? Is that, that would be my assumption based on radio tower being in, in parentheses there. Uh, yeah. Let's see. I'm not, not sure, but that's, that's what I would have. Oh, well, Let's see, huh? Interesting. Because yeah, you go up Epic KOM and then it has the radio tower in there and then the route mountain route would be on is it continues down the other side. But yeah, if radio tower is in parentheses, my assumption would be that that is a radio tower finish. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Fifteen point six. So, so the finish is at the radio tower. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Fifteen point six. That makes sense because the full route is um, twenty nine point five. So yes, that's going to be power up a a nice long climb there, and then keep powering up the radio tower. So mountain goats, folks, y'all are amazing. I that that sounds absolutely brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Probably good to approach that as like a thirty minute climb. <laughs> yeah altogether at least yes yep longer of course um uh c's and d's depending yeah that's gonna be Oof. good times all right, all right. <laughs> then we have i guess stampede is next yeah stampede is 25 kilometers this week so we're into the longer half of the races for this series yeah. and it is cast paths which is basically a full cast paths um so yeah the the key feature oh, wow. of course on cast pats is the petite kom yep. there's aqueduct which yeah you're gonna want to surge a little bit on aqueduct but you're definitely want to save yourself yeah 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 but you know just it's tt right so it's all about where you're gonna lay those watts down um so you're definitely want to save some power for that climb up petite kom Mm -hmm. the finish is just on the flats at the back um otherwise and i mean a 25k tt is probably about a 45 ish minutes for some folks 40 ish um so th keep that in mind when you're you know look at your power curve figure out your time figure out what your power is and go a little bit under that for most of it and try and get a little lower that when you're tkom yeah, what, uh, 
we did get another guest. Hello. <laughs> Sean is here with very clean teeth. Oh, wow. Chris, nice hat. <laughs> Thanks. You know, I got this Chris like is, a year ago. Um, he's wearing and then a Swift I'm hat, everyone. Wearing an official Swift hat. I got it like a year ago, and then I lost it about six months ago, and I was actually... <laughs> dusting in my room and it had fallen underneath my dresser oh so i got all the the dust bunnies out of it and off of it and uh cleaned it up and reintroduced it to the wild here so very nice i'm speaking of hats i'm pretty proud of mine i'm wearing a uh, san, Di san diego padres pride hat the pride hats yeah that. that's a good yeah. looking one yeah yeah perfect um okay real quick back to cast pats for the stampede uh since there's a little hill in it bike choice for that how do you oh it's stampede so it's time trial okay TT, so you just i'd even you just uh, go i mean if you feel like you want to take the lighter like a like not the full disc arrow if you feel mm -hmm. like you want to take like the nv808s or something maybe but honestly there's so okay. much flat on that course it's yeah and even cast paths is then. relatively flatty i would just be full arrow full yeah, arrow I had, I had really good luck on the the zwift steel steel bike in Bologna set the <laughs> that went pretty so I don't know if Alternate you are a sucker for punishment steel. you need to do like a 50 minute workout or an hour <laughs> workout by all means take the steel bike oh, there gosh. is no drafting so it's uh yeah uh, all right so last heard uh we do bullseye for you Normal week race, bullseye. Five, five laps, laps of the fan flats. So it's like a 5K. That There's a long lead in, I feel like, before you hit the first one, right? Because you had to go like almost all the way around before you hit the start of the lap from the start pen. So there's a long lead in there. Lead in doesn't count. And you want to do a bullseye. And then uh, every lap after that, smash it <laughs> right from the. I, the one thing I'll say about that, that sprint is. I think it, it that the game does choke your speed at the U-turn a bit. So you do need mm, to like... Does it? I think just a hair. I think it's like the London one a bit. I know there's a bit of a thing, but I just know people who try and like break it from before the U-turn always feel like they don't have much luck. And people who like ramp it up as soon as they hit the apex of the U-turn always seem to come through. So I'd say wait till you're past that U-turn before you try and go, unless you can really, really break people off. Because, of course, it's yeah. first across, not fastest through. So, um, anyway, that would be my one piece of advice on fan flats. Other than that, smash it every sprint. <laughs> yeah. Except like for the lead-in sprint. Except for the lead-in sprint, yes. <laughs> and if you're like me, you'll win the first one and then get dropped on the last lap by the A's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Which I think right. brings us to Hiri's Shiri's. I should, I should start saying Shiri's. Shiri's, Shiri's. Yeah, yeah. Um, so race five, this is a points race. It is a single lap of Watopia figure eight, but you're only looking at the four segments. Your position over the finish line does not count. So that's going to be an interesting one. You've got Hilly, uh, I'm looking at Shiri, so I'm going to say Hilly QOM forwards, Hilly QOM reverse, Watopia sprint forwards, Watopia sprint reverse. There is draft and open bike selection. So keep that in mind as you're planning for this race, including that 
yeah, position over the finish line doesn't count. An interesting one. And it's uh, still likely that there will be people in each race who don't realize that and push the pace in between the segments. Yep. Yeah, and that's always an interesting question. I mean, stay with the group, I think. Yeah. It's generally um, the advice of uh, you're probably only going to see one or two. These are usually pretty well attended by people who know what they're doing. Yeah. You'll score points on the segments for your time on the segment versus those okay. in your category. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so it's, yeah, it's hilly reverse first. And then uh, forwards, oh, reverse sprint, hilly forward, forward sprint. Yeah. So. One, yeah, just, I've got, it's going to be interesting for me because the race, the time I'm doing the a women's field is incredibly small. So there's going to be very few people in that race. And yeah, so, so planning this, it look at the field that you're going to be in uh, for your strategy. Um, because I'm, I'm definitely gonna like, uh, there's no way I can keep up with two of the women in my, in my category. Cause she's, sometimes once yeah. you get to a, you get there's no ceiling she's and, racing a national champion yeah yeah so <laughs> it's it's cool um so i'm probably gonna absolutely chill as much as i possibly can between the segments because i won't be keeping up with them and see if i have any chance of getting anywhere close to them on those segments and i'm just gonna like be like woo hanging out also it'll be after multiple days off the bike so it's gonna be a fun race times yeah Curious series has, has been good. Yeah. Absolutely. Even if I'm terrible at it. <laughs> uh, I, I saw that this past week, uh, the numbers were incredible. There yeah, were I like think... 30 in the A's in both the, uh, I think both of the first two races, maybe the first three. For sure. And like EMEA was right around that 30 mark in the A's. It's, I mean, like the race courses are approachable, right? I mean, in one lap is, I think lots of people like that. It's got a 20 and if people know what the rules are, 20 minute climb, you just go, mm -hmm. well, or the guy who did it, the guy who won the EMEA race did it in 1552 on the, yeah. on the KOM, which is crazy. Cause it was of course climbers gamut rules. There's no draft or anything. And that yep. is our, as much as that's a climb climb, it is a bit of a drafty one. Like we were doing yes. 22 kilometers an hour through a whole bunch <sighs> of the bottom piece so amazing um, you know yeah yet another <laughs> that was yet another guy who uh i don't know if he'd done super well but had been in many national championship type races I, I mean i don't know how deep the cycling culture in chile is but the dude was a top 10 multiple top 10 finisher in the chilean national cycling championships so. yeah mm. no slouch <laughs> amazing all right. Do we want to um, around the Hornet so we can, you know, get Chris on the bike and. Yeah, we do. Round the horn. So we did post. Thank you to everyone who know who commented around the horn. Our topic is uh, what time of day do you like to race? And we know now for Chris, it's uh, around 11 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> earlier if possible. <laughs> ah. Oh, do you like a little earlier? I like the. Back in ZRL days, uh, like that nine thirty, like ten o'clock is is really ideal for me. Yeah. Do you feel like you actually perform better, or is it just like that's the time that works for you? If, well, a it's the time that works for me. 
And then B, I think my body likes uh, doing efforts without a lot of food in me. So that huh. gives me like mm-hmm. time to get up and just have a little something to kickstart the system, have it settle down and then, and then do this. And then I got to go to work after that. And work for me usually involves a cocktail or two. So it's, it would be, it's tough to come back there and get on the bike after that. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I personally, so I, I mean, I don't know if we want to read off some of the responses, but uh, I've, I've kind of been going through them. And the thing that, that has seemed to come up fairly regularly is that people like and prefer to race early, uh, but it seems like performance-wise that might not be the thing that actually they do best. It's just the times that work best for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that was super interesting to hear. Yeah, the thing about people doing like one race and then a second race especially TTTs, I'm, I'm not, I mean, I'm sure the results are accurate. I I do believe that people are truly doing a second effort better in the second part of the day. I would be super curious, like, especially in a TTT, like how do you equalize your partners and the fiat, like, like that part of it? Because, you know, one thing about the TTT is it's not about maximizing your own personal effort. It's about maximizing the team speed. And sometimes you got to take a little off to, um, actually maximize team speed. I mean, the the thing that was, I think, in, I can't remember if it was maybe Mark or T, anyway, uh, was uh, talking about that they had actually, despite doing lower power, actually felt like it was harder in the first race as well. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and and I, this is, I, th- I think that I, a lot of us, probably realized that we could do really good power late in the day uh, after <laughs> some some efforts during the Omnium. I know that personally that third, so race three in the Omnium was the TT. Uh, and that is still my best ever 20 to 30 minute effort. Uh, it was, and it was, you know, after two hard, two harder efforts earlier in the day. Uh, and not a, with with not a great warm up because yeah. I was, you know, only on two hours in your last race. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's really um, interesting. Um, you know, I mean, I, I thought the sort of sort of preferences between like there's very few people who said like early early morning. I just I think a guy to Bell said he liked morning, and Craig sort of seemed to like morning and. Vicky Leung maybe like more most of the rest Alan uh, and then Mark Sean what Trist, Tristo Aradine yeah uh what was it morning is best for performance but early morning means I don't get interrupted by kids Bologna last week was at 4 10 a.m yeah <laughs> I yeah four four in the morning is a time I try to pretend doesn't exist from either end so I think that's that's about when when Brent was racing his his final <laughs> Well, started at two. Yeah, the last ones were at two a.m. Yeah, that was that. That is not performance enhancing. I can tell you right now. (laughs) I'm like a mid morning guy too. Like that kind of ten a.m. slot is just right. You have time to take breakfast, have it digested, and then smash it. Yes, mentally, that's when I want to race. Is is ten or eleven, and that's what I'm kind of able to do with my work schedule as well. Um, I have done. I 
I've had to race at 6.30 or 7 um, p.m. my time, and I don't prefer it, but I'll also, I do okay. Um, it's sort of hard because if I do race at that time um, uh, in the evening, for a woman's A, if I'm doing women's only races, the numbers are so low that honestly, performance, if it's not an individual type of race, is a very difficult thing to assess because, you know, like for the, the series, that's the time zone I'm in right now because I had a technical earlier. I, I There's nobody, like I'm racing mostly to do those courses and to race against myself. The other women there, I am not competitive with, so... Interestingly, though, uh, on both the pursuit and I think the uh, individual time trial, uh, you did at least match, if not surpass your. So these were when she was doing the yeah the double races, the earlier and the later, and the later performances were actually as good or better. Yeah. um, In the later, Uh, personally, I'm I'm uh, I think. And I don't know if this is just me or if this is everybody, but most people are better at uh, ignoring it. Um, I am very fuel dependent. Um, I, if I race in the morning, I, I don't do well uh, racing without having fueled beforehand, at least a couple hours beforehand. Um, if I just like hop on the bike and pound some gels, uh, it, I, I end up feeling really lightheaded, just not, you know, not able to really push. Um, so I've been lucky. I can kind of make my own schedule and pick and choose the times that I like to race. Uh, and, uh, when I'm doing ZRL, uh, I usually race at 4 PM. Uh, so it's like perfect. I get, I get lunch, a nice, you know, nice big lunch and can wait about, three hours before, uh, the race. Um, I'm probably doing that for the HSRL this afternoon. I'm going to do probably the 250 time slot for race two. Um, and personally that performance wise, that seems to be the best for me. It's, it's when I do most of my workouts as well, sometime in the mid mid afternoon after I've gotten the, the fuel in, Yep. That, that timing at kind of two to three hours after you eat is usually my best too. And I think that's what most people say. These people who say they don't do any like fueling at all. Like, I mean, for a 20 minute time trial, probably you can get away with it if it's a shorter sprint race, but anything that gets into that, like 45 minute and an hour one, if I'm not fueled, I'm with you, Sean, I'm done. Like I just tuck her out. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, what's, what is your, so you said that you prefer racing in the morning what is your fueling look like? So it depends on, to Brent's point, how long this, whatever race is going to be. If it's something, if it's a longer effort, if it's Bologna day, for instance, that was <laughs> uh, a, a cup of steel cut oats and some honey in there and almonds and cranberries. But for days like today, I just had a, you know, a protein shake and some Greek yogurt with some granola in there. Uh, and that'll, that'll top up everything pretty nicely. Um, I think I've paid more attention to my fueling since we had this conversation many months ago now. Yeah. Sean, you had some helpful tips. And um, when Anaconda was on, she had some tips on nutrition and fueling as well. So I feel like I've made some strides. Do you feel like you've, you've noticed a difference in performance from, you know, 
not really fueling great to fueling well for the for the effort? Oh yeah, for sure. Like my HSRL season was probably a few spots higher, probably a couple more digital cups on my uh, <laughs> on my profile thanks to that. So thanks to all you guys. Yeah, I think that for the people who do race mornings, uh, if you have the opportunity to get up, you know, a couple hours beforehand and figure out how to fuel, I do think that there's, you know, just listening to other pods, like the trainer road podcast and all those, those kinds of things. A lot of people make breakthroughs in their performance will break through their, their plateaus when they actually figure out what their nutrition should look like and are consistent about it and, you know, refuel after their, their races and things like that. Yeah. I, I do think like, it's even you'll just enjoy it more. Like you can say yeah. like, I just here oh, yeah. and all the rest. Right. You will, you will enjoy your racing more, especially if you're doing like the number of races some of us do in a week, like those three, four races in a week. If you, well, if you eat properly. I think speaking of it's now been 30 minutes since I got the, uh, the fluoride on my teeth and I'm allowed to eat. So waffles. Ah, nice. <laughs> Giddy up. So yeah. Thanks to everyone who commented on the post. We made, I think this is a successful experiment in terms of stuff. Thanks to Dan Pedroza for the meme comment. Yes. Absolutely. We all yes, agree. Dan. Evenings Drake, only Dan. Hand face away from the morning race. Got it. <laughs> and, um, yeah, good stuff, everybody. So I think with that, we will get Chris off to race race one. So yep. thank you to Lauren. Thank you to Sean. Thank you to Chris. And everybody enjoy your races this week. Cheers, everybody. Yeah. Hey, have fun.